0: This week on Deep Space Pride, a gay Star Trek podcast, we talk about the finale of season two of Picard, Farewell, and we do a deeper dive into Strange New Worlds premiere episode called Strange New Worlds. Thanks for joining us. hey johnson hey mike how's it going happy sunday happy sunday wow we are recording on a sunday Sunday wow sunday night because uh, of your
1: vacation schedule
0: yeah i'm gonna be away um this week out on an island where hopefully i have good enough wi-fi for work stuff but um i don't know about recording a podcast so Sure. I wanted to make sure we had this in the books, and then you know what? You're going away. I come back, and you leave. Yeah, I'm going out to California for a week. Oh, my God. Uh, oh but wait, we're gonna
1: record again before you go away. Right? Yes, that is correct. Yeah, I'm going out to California uh, next Sunday. Ah, uh, you sound super week. excited about it. Uh-huh. I don't like California, but you know, uh-huh. here we go. It's a journey. It is so far. And I, it's going to be a busy, it's going to be a busy trip. I'm not going to like
0: have a lot of downtime, but it's fine. Okay. It's fine. And you're going to have to interact with humans. That is correct. Yes. Which as we uh, were discussing before we cut into the real episode, uh, that you could live like a mole person because. I can. Well, as as long uh, as I'm
1: entertained, I'm I'm honestly fine. I can, I can go about my business.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, you're, most of your symptoms from COVID are gone, right? Yeah, just a little bit of phlegm, for those of you that want to know. But otherwise, Is that yeah. more than average, or is that less than average? It's or, a little more than
1: average. I don't okay. usually have phlegm. There's usually, like, some just, like, minor congestion, which is, like, baseline.
0: But... Right, that's what uh, I was thinking, that there yeah. was some...
1: But there's, like, there's more, like, in the back of my throat, you know, just a little bit. Okay, like Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, no, I know. I know how that feels. I call that allergies. Uh, I, live I with don't that have all. like mucus in the back of my throat if it's allergies. Oh, oh yeah. I do. It's usually
1: yeah, just I like know. on the upper nasal canal. Like,
0: that. oh, okay. No. At the back yeah. of my
1: throat is usually, that's why I tested because you, you know, I was like, oh, I felt like some mucus in the back of my throat last Sunday.
0: Yeah, I've tested four times this week, this past week. That's a lot. <laughs> It's I long. mean, one, you know, well. So I tested Monday, right? Did I test Monday? I, don't know. I did. I, know your I'm life. sure. I te- yes, I tested Monday because I was going into work. But also, I knew that once you told me you were positive, I needed to start testing. And then I tested Tuesday because not only had you exposed me, but I, someone at work, had exposed been exposed me. And then I kept testing Wednesday, I skipped Thursday, I tested Friday, all have been negative. I've not tested since Friday, so... You're probably fine. Um, I'm probably fine, yes. I'm not worried about it. Um, Although it's really annoying, you know, every little symptom, you uh think you have COVID now. Or I do, I don't know about you, but...
1: Uh, um, no.
0: (laughs) Not every little symptom, but... I mean, I'm walking down the street, my nose is runny, and I think, oh, is this COVID? Um, even though discern, I know it's allergy. You can't discern your
1: baseline, like your baseline allergies, or just state
0: of no, being. No, from- so just to give you a brief overview, the last couple of years of allergy season has been, so 2020, let's see, or 2019 mm-hmm. was, you know, mild allergies. Then as we got into 2020, right, with the lockdown... It actually, like the air was much cleaner here. There was so much less dust and everything. Mm -hmm. I didn't have bad allergies in 2020. And then as things started to open up in 2021, they were a little worse than 2020. And then this year, they have just been boom, like full blown. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I don't really have a baseline. And I, I take a decongestant every day. Every day. It's. Part like an of my, allergy pill, or yes, I take an allergy oh. pill every day. I do too, every day, and yet I still have symptoms. So, Precies I don't, you know, so I one, I don't know why I, I have to sign my life away, which is literally the stupidest freaking thing. What do you mean? Because I get the D, I get the decongestant that's over the counter. Uh huh. So, you have to sign your life away and say so you won't make meth with it or whatever oh you're talking want. about like Sudafed or something well i mean i get i get allegra d oh look or d oh just yes or claritin but so that's allegra
1: plus decongestant
0: yes yes oh, yes same with claritin oh. like i switched so last year i did claritin this year i'm doing allegra i switch oh that's just intense. to keep so and it's still you know i still am congested and whatnot so anyway got it got it so I don't really have a baseline. So it's really hard. So if I get a runny yeah, nose so or whatever. My nose is always
1: kind of like going. Okay. And I always blowing it. And but last Sunday, I felt like more on the back of my throat. I was like, oh, that's not baseline. So.
0: Well, there you go. And but you are missing out.
1: I'm telling you, you need to get COVID one day because you're missing yeah. out. And then you'll know. And then you'll know. I'm like, Oh, this is what COVID feels like then you'll realize I mean, it,
0: can, it continues to swim around me like i am red meat and covid <laughs> is a shark and yet yeah. covid still does not take a bite out of me i don't know why <laughs> um, i'm i'm fine with it dennis even said well maybe you should go get your blood test and maybe they should do some blood studies on you
1: Ooh. Maybe,
0: maybe but anyway yeah if they want to pay me a great deal of money i will do that sure all right all right um but wow. anyway, wow. so getting back on to our like Star Trek podcast, this is not an allergy yeah. podcast. <laughs> uh, just right sorry, sorry to riff on allergies for like five minutes, everyone. Um, so busy week in Star Trek. A finale and a premiere all in one yes. week. Yes, a, lot a bunch of cast announcements so we're gonna we're gonna talk about picard first so we might as well get into the cast announcements and last week i talked a little bit about i think i talked a little bit about did i talk a little bit about allison pill last week yes we talked about it last last week yes okay um so there was that announcement that was sort of like released the day before the finale and then um so my latest little thing and and I re- I I was upset about it later on. I was upset for a short amount of time. I'm not upset about it anymore, but okay. I was on Instagram and scrolling and Will Wheaton posts a picture of him outside of his um what do they call them? Like a trailer? Trailer, thank you. Could not think of that word. His trailer that says traveler on it. And I was like, "Oh, oh fuck." Oh. You got to you be waited, kidding me. You waited
1: like like a, like a little bit longer.
0: I I stayed off Twitter. I stayed off Twitter, which is sort of my new home right now. Uh-huh. And cuz I knew that, I you know, I I knew that people would be talking about it and, you know, there's a bunch of Star Trek stuff in my feed. Sure. So I stayed off of Twitter, but I didn't think that scrolling through Instagram would oh. spoil me and it did. You have waited and a I minute. was a, I was and I was upset about it for a little bit and then I read a post from Will and uh, that explained why he started posting about it. So he he was like normally I would give like a day or so for people to uh uh-huh. to kind of watch it and whatnot, but okay. he didn't um but by the time he woke up, so this is 9 a.m, you know, whatever time, let's just say he woke up at 9 a.m. Pacific time. It's already 12 noon on Eastern. Okay. Seaboard. There were already a bunch of stories out about it, by the way. And I, I'm, I no, I'm not going to apologize. Fuck all the story writers who put this shit out on the day of the finale. Like, screw you. You are a bunch of assholes for for spoiling people like this. So he he starts posting stuff because he doesn't want it to get like he's so excited about it. Understandably so. He's uh-huh. back in Canon. He's excited about it. I totally get it. Uh-huh. He's, you know, kind of had to keep this secret for a very, very long time. Sure. <clears throat> so I totally get it. Um, so he posts he starts posting about it because if he waited a day, it would have been lost in all of the noise. Like he sort of like as things were ramping up and people were talking about it and starting to post stories on it and whatnot, um, he decided to jump in and start posting his stuff and his excitement totally understandable i read his whole article like his own post on his website about it so i totally understand but i was upset for half a second mainly because i thought you know the big question from last week is the la serena takes off with girardi slash board queen and you're like well okay they save the future how the hell are they going to get back to the future Uh uh-huh um And we hadn't heard from our old friend Q in a while, so didn't really. And he's dying, so why would we think? Oh, they'll—he'll take them back home. So I thought. Oh, "Oh, I suspected
1: that Q would take them back home.
0: No, I was like, oh fuck me! Really, their will is coming back as the traveler, which is great, but the traveler is going to bring them back to the twenty-fifth century. Well, that didn't happen. That didn't happen. No. Right. But it's so, but these are all the thoughts I had before I watched the finale because I couldn't watch right. the finale until later in the day or that night or whenever I watched right. it. Sure. So
1: anyway. Um, so anyway, going back to your original point, basically the, the rest of the cast is not coming
0: back except for essentially. Yeah. Evan and Rafi. Uh, well, we knew we knew Allison wasn't coming back. She spilled that the day before. Right. Um trying to remember that she's a wonderful actress and I'm not going to be mad at her anymore. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. And then, so later on, what this was just like probably over the last 48 hours over the weekend, pretty much. You know, Issa Briones says that she's not coming back. Right. Evan Evagora. I don't even remember how he, did he say it or did someone, is it in a no, story? No, he posted
1: somewhere? about it on Instagram, I think.
0: OK, like two, three days ago, um, I don't really remember. He's not coming back uh, due to the finale, nature of the finale. Cristobal Rios is not coming back. Right. He's, yeah, not coming back. Uh, Santiago Cabrera is not coming back. So mm-hmm. um, I didn't know Orla Brady wasn't coming back, but I guess she's not.
1: Yeah, she had posted a while ago about that. Like it was it's like last just... year or something when they oh, really? yeah, when I think when they wrapped season two, she posted about it.
0: Hmm.
1: But it wasn't she was like, yeah, hang like she was something like hanging up my ears, my ramen ears.
0: Oh, I do remember that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I do remember that. Didn't really didn't realize that she was gonna be such a crutch of this of this whole season, though. You know, a piece of right. it, like this big of a piece of it. Yeah. So. Well given
1: The finale. I'm actually kind of surprised that Orla Brady and allison Pill are not coming back. It's a little, it's a little
0: interesting, surprising to me. To be totally honest, Um, I'm wondering. I think we're going to get another time jump of a certain amount of, you know.
1: Yeah. No. I mean, we'll talk about the episode in a second. I mean, like, I'm not surprised about most of these, and honestly, I'm I'm totally okay with Evan and Issa because. Honestly, their characters were so insignificant to me that I was just like, whatever, by bitches. I don't really care. Um, and obviously, um, you know, Rios, we knew that he was going to get, you know, he was, we've gone on well, really That was my prediction season. for, you Yeah, know, we've gone the whole season, season. Like, you know, like, yeah, it was a high likelihood that he was not going back. So, um, yep. also not a shock and surprise i
0: really i really thought he was the only one and then after last week's i really thought that oh evan's not going to come back because his body is going off to the delta quadrant so um that was a surprise to have him in the finale but then you know, to hear these not coming back but um mm-hmm. yeah so uh it's just michelle jerry mm-hmm. patrick and uh the next generation cast Yep. really yeah that's it which i'm
1: fine is. with because i think that was one of our questions right with the season three cast and the tng crew coming back i was concerned that we would have too many characters in the mix anyway um be, between having to catch up with all of them and to juggle these old characters um quote, unquote, older characters but um you know
0: so I'm, I'm glad they they cleaned house a little to be honest Yeah, I mean, uh, I guess I feel a little bit differently. I feel like these are the characters that kind of have carried this show through two seasons. And so, you know, I'm disappointed a little bit. I mean, I, you know, we'll, we'll, you know, get into it a little bit I mean, maybe it has to do with the fact that I didn't love these two seasons. So I'm also
1: okay with kind of a reset.
0: Yeah, I mean, you're you're definitely more critical of of the seasons of Picard, whereas I, I'm more positive of them, um, for the mo- over over overall. Yeah. And uh, you know, I enjoy these characters. Um, well, so. I
1: mean, Isa didn't really have the much to do this season, and she
0: played a different character. I mean. And... Well, she played her character in the premiere, but right. then... Yes, and she's and then... off,
1: like, ambassadoring or
0: whatever. Yes. Whatever. Yeah. And so then... she didn't join join the Stargazer crew, so therefore she wasn't with them, yes. Um, yeah. Oh. And then, you know... Yeah, Evan was... How did... I? Do you remember? I'm trying to remember. How did... Did Evan... Did uh, Elnor beam over from the Excelsior to the... Sargazer, or did he just he was just on the excelsior
1: um he he had to fix the show harmonics or whatever
0: yeah no he had to do that in the finale but i'm talking about in the premiere how did he get from the he got oh well both both,
1: both he so he um and rafi were on the excelsior and then when q did his snap and they were in the altered timeline they were just in the altered timeline
0: oh right 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 okay yeah yeah right right so yeah well um well shall we talk about the finale now yeah let's talk about finale
2: you considered destroying it didn't you well let me ask if that key is not there for the boy to find does he grow up with his mother does the shame instantly lift But you accepted your fate. You accepted you. You chose the Jean-Luc you are. You absolved yourself. And because you choose him, perhaps he will now be worthy enough for someone else to choose. And maybe this time you will even give him the chance to be loved. I told you this was about forgiveness, Jean-Luc. Yours. Why? Well, isn't that the eternal question? Know thyself. There's been so much loss, so much death. But you fixed all that. Elnor, Talon. Well, maybe not all of it. But Talon always dies in every timeline. This is the only one in which he meets Renee. I ask you once again why? Finish the sentence me from the very beginning for over 30 years
1: why me Uh,
0: so you rewatched it this weekend
1: I rewatched it an hour ago well at this point oh oh look at you two hours ago yeah
0: super Mm. productive today that's good I have not rewatched it since I watched it the first time so you're a little bit more up to date on this yes so it's more, it's and more, I, fresh.
1: I, it's more fresh
0: you're yeah. yes you're you've got it this week it's you're more fresh i think last week i was more fresh um so, and I, I think I already know where you're going to go with this. I think I've seen and or heard you. I think we probably chatted about this. Oh, yes. You sent me a few notes through Slack. I
1: didn't even say that much because I want to save the conversation for when. Yes. We record yes, it.
0: you did. You did say, yes, you did save. But you left some strong hints as to where you're going. I left some emojis.
1: It was just like emojis. It wasn't I didn't even give you context.
0: So why don't you start out by sharing your overall impression of the finale?
1: Yeah, um, you know I actually didn't mind the finale. Um, I, I thought it was okay. Um, I thought there were actually a few strong moments, um, scattered throughout. Um, some really good character moments. Um, some in good act with good acting. But to me, the overall, the finale is kind of like, it's actually, to me, it's very representative of the season. It's very scattershot. I feel that the finale, for the most part, I just felt they were kind of going through like a checklist. They just had to like, you know, let's wrap up this storyline, oh, this storyline. Oh, so let's make sure we wrap up this character on this plot thread, you know, it was just, and because they had so much to wrap up and they left so much for the last episode, we just didn't really have much of a chance to breathe with these characters and the consequences of these moments. And that was really, you know, that's been my qualm the whole season, right? Like, and I'm not surprised that they just had to basically go through a checklist because that's what they were left with. And some of the moments were just like really out of left field for me. Like I actually really disliked the Wesley Crusher moment it was just really out of left field for me. I was just like, there was no foreshadowing that was going to happen. And we can talk about it in, more in a moment, but but that was, that when we got moments like that, where I was like, what the fuck? Like, and but they just had to like, you know, wrap up the core storyline. And it was, I don't think it was well done. Um, and then even like the poor queen thing, it was like, there was this galactic event that we're going to solve in three minutes. You know, it was just like, okay i guess that was a threat to like you know a quarter of the galaxy but we solved it you know it was just like what the fuck it was just like so out left field and of course it's another like existential like galactic event that we need to deal with and then it was immediately resolved you know it was like things like that i'm just like all right i'm just like i guess you know um but it was just like yeah i mean like but there were, like, strong character moments. Like, you know, like, the last moment between, like, Talon and Picard. That was really good. Um, we'll talk more about Q and Picard in a second. They had some good moments. I have bigger issues with the whole Q storyline, but they did have some good moments together. Um, look, like, if you were to look at it in, a, like, a, a silo, I thought they had some good moments. But then, you know, I have issues with the whole Q storyline from a season-wide perspective. Um, and uh what the moments were nice oh like the last moment with with uh with them in 10 forward and Guinan that was nice you know and but there was just like a lot of moments when it was just like you know I I think this is another issue I have with this season it was like a lot of like telling versus showing like the Wesley Crusher the scene was it was literally just like exposition it was just like all just telling you know there was no like no foreshadowing this can happen like nothing leading up to this moment it wasn't like some like grand you know catharsis of you know like Corey's life like you know it was like what well all right i guess she's a traveler now bye you know we'll never see her again you know this is like things like that i'm just like i don't know you know but i do think that overall that is it's kind of the um the MO for this season where there's just like these like really big swings, I guess you would say. And then it's just like very out of left field. And then it's like, some moments are strong, some are middling. Um, so overall, that's why I'm kind of just like fine with it. Like it was fine. It was like, we, we, we reconciled to some moments. Like there were some like good, good character interactions, some moments completely out of left field and everyone's Happy at the end. So, yeah. What about you? What did you,
0: what did you, you you liked it, right? I did like it. Yeah. I did enjoy it. Um, I do, now that you mentioned it, it did feel sort of like a little bit of a checklist, but, uh, I felt like we, you know, and I I had sort of predicted the talent piece of this. Yeah. We talked about it last, last Um, time, which, which I just randomly came up with on the spot recording last week's episode. So it's not like I um pre-thought of that or anything like that or even foreshadowed that. Um, so there's that. Um, I actually I really did like the moments with I like the moment with Talon and uh, Renee. I thought oh, yeah, that, that, was, good that too. was that was that was good. That was a that really that um, was a strong good moment. moment. Talon I, you know, is I, like
1: Talon's great. Like I actually really like Talon's character. Um, I yeah, I Oral Brady. So I I thought that she was I do a too. This yeah, season.
0: yeah, she was definitely a highlight for this season. And um, yeah, I did like her this character of you know this watcher. Is it is it a watcher considered or what, what is she supervisor? Thank you. Um, so. There you know, there was that. Um obviously I liked the fact that Sung was kind of tricked. Um I'm glad that Talon got to die in Picard's arms. Yeah. That um was, that sort element, of yeah. thing. Um Yeah, the the Q piece I thought was really interesting in the fact that, you know that uh to put it for lack of a better term, and this may I've only watched it once, so I can't remember how he put it, but he basically said, "You know, gods have their favorites, and you're my favorite." Essentially, right. yeah. Um, yeah. And I, I was like, "Oh, that's interesting. Um, that's an interesting take on that." So, um, there's that. Uh, you know, the 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 fact that Rios stayed behind again, well, not a surprise s- to me. Uh, something I yeah. had something I had predicted way back, at least maybe episode four or five. Um early on in the season, I was like mm-hmm. yeah, probably know yeah no, four. yeah, it was, yeah, it was definitely before people. the halfway point. I had said, you know what I think Rios is gonna stay behind uh so there's that uh piece I'm you know, and last week kind of put it into like limbo, is he going to is he not going to because well we gave
1: we gave a rate we gave like a like our percent breakdown, right percent like fifty percent like hes oh yeah 30 represent that uh, they're going to go to the future with him future. And 20% they're going to separate or something
0: like that. Yes, yes. Yeah. We yes there probability. we go. Yeah. Yep, that was mm. that was the probability. So we were right on the odds with that. Right in the middle. Um So there's that. Um I did like the last the scene in Ten Forward. I thought that was a nice wrap up in the yeah. in the 21st century before Picard goes back to the Chateau. Um what else about this episode? So high level, you know, high level. I, I I thought you know, I did I did have a I, I was a little bit surprised and not completely happy with like the three minute countdown to save the universe again and worlds where like half the galaxy was in in, in peril in peril because of this. Yes. I did not like that. Um, it would have been nice had we. Had that beforehand, and then this rift opened up, which brought the Borg through that sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, that would have been good. I I, I think, think that that would have been. Setup.
1: It was. It just felt very like out of left field the way they did it.
0: Yeah, I mean, it would have. It would have even been cool to have like another fleet, two fleets. You know, one with Picard at this opening, but also another fleet, kind of or a bunch of ships examining what's going on in this other. Part and what to do about it, or or some high level like we are trying to evacuate as much of many people as we can from the affected areas, that sort of thing, like a mm-hmm. scramble. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm thinking of like why couldn't we have mobilized like Riker did at the end of season one? Why didn't we mobilize those 200 starships to go and like start evacuating people from all these affected planets? Um, that would have been cool to see. Um, so yeah, this this major galactic event and being the whole reason that they break through this this barrier to and start this whole thing, um, that's a little bit much. Uh, but uh, yeah, I I mean I I it all wrapped up. I think that that's what I'm satisfied it with. Up. It.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. In my opinion, I don't. You know, it was like a. It was fine. <laughs> it wasn't. I I don't. It wasn't like. You know, I, I wouldn't really say they they did a super good job wrapping everything up. I, I mean, they they wrap things up, but it was it really well done. Eh, it was alright
0: to me. Uh, yeah, I mean, I you know, I I actually you know I do agree with you to some extent that there was a lot more telling than showing. Um, for those people who might not have been a next generation fan or or even remember that Wesley was a traveler, I yeah. thought that. I thought that that exposition, that short scene, was necessary to kind of explain things, but also Corey, Corey had no purpose beyond the fact that she was created by Sung. You know, once she broke free, what what was she going to do? Like, I guess there was some speculation that she would, you know, she might be the progenitor of future Songs. Yeah, that but, was your that was uh, that thing. was, was like... that was one of my my um, thoughts, but. I actually kind of like this because it kind of takes her off the board, which makes sense. Um, because, yeah, I mean, she was she was a creation of Sung, and he was sort of the mad scientist um, adversary of you know, I would say the second half of the season. Um, so there's that piece of it. I, you know, I I thought it was great. You know, I I'm not I'm not shy of saying this. I'm a huge Wesley Crusher, Will Wheaton fan. I, I just I really like Will as a human and I never had a negative impression. In fact, uh, Wesley was 14 when I was 14 or 13, 14. No, I, and so I, I, don't I have never a had
1: impression of you when know, a Wesley Crusher. I just don't think the scene was done very well. And also, I was just like it was it felt like Will Wheaton talking. I, I mean like I don't feel they really did much of a job in terms of differentiating it didn't feel like wesley crusher it felt like literally like even like the way he was speaking i was like he's not i don't know if it's like rusty with acting it's been a while like you know and he hasn't really embodied this character in quite some time but i was also like he even dressed like will wheaton i was like he literally this is just will wheaton talking to corey you know whatever it was fine i have no issues with Wesley crusher i just didn't like the scene like you know
0: yeah, and, the yeah whole, no, no, no.
1: and then they tried to connect like the travelers with the supervisors that was just a big info dump i was like i guess all right sure why not i
0: mean i thought that was a bigger i thought that was an interesting bigger picture type thing because we one we you know the the supervisors are from tos and um, Talon is a supervisor, and so I thought that was an interesting uh, way of like tying in the some of the some of the higher level players in the universe to together in some way. And sure. and you know, I, I like the tapestry reference. I thought that was cool. I thought, um, you know, yeah, I can see, I can see how. Wesley looking like Will Wheaton, I mean, that sounds like a weird statement to say, but um, I can see how that would be somewhat distracting a little bit and, and hard to differentiate. I mean, I, you know, I've just listened to Will's audiobook, so I, you know, and we, I, I pretty much watch Ready Room every week, so sure. uh, I'm familiar with him. I thought that it was, you know, it it was a little bit of the same person. Uh, that feeling a little bit, but I also felt like if he came down glowing, kind of like the original Traveler that we met in The Next <laughs> no, Generation. Was. Obviously, he needs to be incognito.
1: I just think that if yeah. they, you know, like, I, I don't know what they could have done, but sometimes, like, you know, even if they were to, some sometimes, like, actors get into a different headspace when they have a different outfit or they have a costume Mm. or something. And, you know, a lot of actors talk about this, like sometimes the the costumes put them into like, to the character. Sure. Sure. Yeah. You know, (laughs) But literally, he he, he dressed like Will Wheaton, you know. And I was just like, yeah. maybe at least give him like an outfit change that would make sense for this time period, not too crazy, like or some sort of uniform that doesn't like that's mm. not too ostentatious, just so he's not he doesn't literally look like Will Wheaton. I mean, the only thing that was different about him was that he wasn't wearing his glasses. That was it. Like his haircut was the same, shaggy face, yeah, yeah. Literally everything about him was the same. And I was just like, uh, like if they like. They did something like you know to just put, yeah. Maybe the at the
0: around. end, after she had heard the pitch and said, Sure, if he kind of maybe glowed and changed into something more traveler esque, I don't know, uh, that might have been interesting to see. Or if we'd seen them kind of yeah. transport away, which I don't think we did really, we did
1: they got transported away, but it was like a tele- like a regular transporter kind of
0: porter. Thing. Okay, it yeah, wasn't yeah, like yeah. the
1: traveler kind of like glowy effect either. Um yeah yep. and it wasn't yeah, the uh, uh
0: it wasn't the Talon's closet effect either. No. No. The smoke. It wasn't the smoke. Right. Okay, yeah, yeah. And I feel cool. like
1: if there were like just more if there were some foreshadowing of this or something throughout the season, the core was meant for something greater or something or another, maybe I would have been more enthusiastic about it, but it was just very out of left field like for me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, she's she's into the computer systems and we see Q in the computer. And where does she systems, get everything?
1: So we'll- she literally walks away from her dad's compound. This is a woman who has never left her space. Right. She left right. without shoes. No, no, nothing. She didn't have a computer. She didn't have her bike, like a 3D visor. No money. She literally leaves like very like last minute. Literally, the woman has to have shoes. And she's like in the middle of like nowhere. L.A., I'm like, how did she get a laptop, a visor, learn how it happened computer remotely? Like, how does it even how does she even do that? You know? It was just like there were a lot of logistical questions to me. Um, she had an outfit change. Like, I was like, Where did she where did this happen? How you know? Um,
0: yeah, but- I mean, I can see that. Yeah. I mean, I, I you know, I guess I, I give it give that a little bit of disbelief, you know, suspension of disbelief. Um, that piece of it. But I thought that her skills on the computer were completely understandable. I mean, she's essentially Sung's daughter. He was brilliant. You know, that, that genetic material is brilliant as we've seen for generations. So um, I I figured that that stuff, what, you know, her doing and all that hacking and everything would come very easily to her that I didn't, you know, and I didn't even think about how she got all that stuff other than, you know, uh you know she was in a library so i kind of thought that oh yeah using the computer you know the library's free wi-fi <laughs> sure um, sure but this so is a, that's a I,
1: woman who wasn't think about it. she's never left her house she's never, yeah 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 never yeah. left her house literally yeah just, just literally a an mole person
0: yeah so- and i think that that's tougher to realize too now that you're talking it out about uh, because like, it's literally been literally hours. Kimmy, Schmidt, Kimmy
1: Schmidt. You know? No,
0: like, yeah, but not even that. It's literally been hours. So once again, you know, for us as the watchers of the show, it's been a week or so, or maybe even two weeks. It's been since we
1: Right, but it's been like four days or
0: something, right? No, it's not even been that. It's been like a like two, Oh, it me since like, like, left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Or something. So it's we're talking a day. Yeah. So Yeah. So I think that on a rewatch, if one were to rewatch this all the way through, binge this season, essentially, I think some things would make more sense. And I think this might be one of the situations where, how did she do such a turnaround in in twelve hours? Or 24 oh, by the hours? way,
1: Sung was not only set everything up at his home, like before he got, and he also got to the, the Europa Center before. They transport it over. You know what I mean? We and we probably yeah. the last episode, but yeah. he literally, he's like he goes home. He sets up the drone the drone, drone attack. He drones, turns on the yeah. audio to trick them, and then he gets access to the Europa mission before yeah. they transport over, teleport over,
0: which is yeah, literally that's another impossible. Like, yeah, not possible. I agree. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Like, so I think you know the three days to fix you know. Had we really thought about this and really thought this through, I think giving them a week would have been a little more believable. Yeah, more
1: room or something. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, just not something. that I would but... want to spend more time in LA, but. Uh, no, no, that, but like, I mean, it,
0: it, would have, it would have expanded the time frame a little bit to make it a little bit more believable in a world where there aren't transporters except Talons, really. Right. Uh, and, and, and this
1: Maserano one, which is gone. So there's the last, no way for Song right. to, like, get back.
0: Because if it's a
1: war queen, teleport them over. So now, how was he? He was like literally in the middle of nowhere, France. Nowhere. Yeah, right. In the belief, yeah, you know.
0: So unless he had a recall button that beamed him back to wherever, but that would put him back in L.A., but that still doesn't explain all the things that he needed to do in the time but They used to
1: lost of rhinos transporters, and like, that's gone. How would he have gotten back?
0: Right, right, right. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not saying that I have the answers, but I'm just positing There's ideas. only an undo but- button for a ship that's no longer... So, yeah. So, I think that there's that, uh, you know, there's some time dilation things that are going to make more sense as you rewatch it. But uh, also, things like that are going to be like, he just left France like two hours ago. And, you know, Max. Talon has a... Trans- talent as a transporter how how to, how did he get back to LA from France and build the drones and do all of that i mean i guess i guess he I guess had it's scheduled it in advance maybe i guess you know yeah i think some things that we may have not seen like the borg queen helping create these drones um you know his 3d fabrication working while he's taking care of picard in france all this stuff like set up uh, yeah all- i mean it's a,
1: it, there's just like a lot of these like s- small, like, and the, the thing is like, you know, it's also this, my issue with the season. It's like, if you think about some of these things too hard, like definitely there's a lot of issues with the time travel shit. Like if you think about too hard, yeah, it, it yeah. doesn't work. The yep. Q's plan, like, it's like, I don't know.
0: Like, well, let's talk about Q's plan. Cause that's a good segue into this, you know? So, um, you know, him being a favorite. And I think, you know, so I don't know. Back when back after at the end of the episode Monsters, when Talon kind of says, Why would why would why would Q show you all this stuff? Um, and he was like, I don't know, like kinda blows it off and like he, he mm-hmm. knew there was more there but didn't want to explore like he blew it all off. He blew off the idea that Q had something to do with it. He blew off that there was more there that he needed to think about and explore, um, that sort of thing, uh, and then to you know to flashback to last you know flashback literally, but uh, looking back at last week's episode, he suddenly um, suddenly has all the realization and all like mm-hmm. is is the fact that love is the gift. message that q is trying to send all this time i mean you know a talent i guess sort of helps him process that a little bit Mm -hmm. um but then you know what next and i can't remember where he jumped into this episode what time frame like when this all q happened yeah q is it just after
1: everything so it's after the dust settles and then picard is back in the chateau and he puts the key back into the wall Okay. And Q compliments him or is like, you know, you, you know, oh, right, accepted, right. Yeah. You know, that's yeah, the boy.
0: The right. Boy, the dude, oh, so after. Rios, Rios, and Seven and Rafi are all cleaning up all of the like right. butterflies or whatever after whatever. that, whatever they're doing. And then sure. they're all back at the chateau and then he shows up. Okay. Right, yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, and, I think you my, know,
1: my bigger issue with, the Q stuff is, and I'm going to read something. I was like reading forums and um, yeah, this is uh, it. it was just funny. It, it's, it's not everything, but it's kind of like uh, this. So the credit here goes to this commenter. His name is TGE Films and this is on IGN. And he was like, so Q wrestles Picard of the of his death and sends him to an alternate reality with Picard the fascist. So Picard has to try to restore the timeline by going back in time to a lame rendition of 2024 L.A. to deal with his mentally ill great aunt, who's also an astronaut. All, while, all the while, Q thwarts Picard's every move so that when Picard finally stands there while someone else helps his aunt and after several cast members get killed off, Q can tell Picard that he loves him and reminds him of the song Picard's mom used to play before she killed herself so that he would recognize the poor Queen Girati was trying to make peace with the Federation and cancel the autostruck Picard has set up for his ship. It was like, well, it's not like all there. It's just like I think it's both. <laughs> wow. It, it, it kind of says like it's it's very convoluted, and it also makes you kind of wonder because Q does kind of like, you know, like he he sets things in motion and he literally like makes things very difficult for Card every step along the way. But it's like also kind of along the lines of like why, like why did he? Have to do all these things, the kind of metal and all these things, and it's. I think what the problem about this whole world season is that it's kind of like tapestry, or all good things, which are two excellent episodes. Because in both of yep. those episodes, Q does kind of like you know throw up a card for a loop in time, right? Um, but in both those, in both those uh, shows, what I felt was really strong is like Picard. So Picard is the one that causes the problem, you know, like, it's Picard's doing, Q just, like, puts things in motion, and he gives Picard a choice, and it's because of Picard's choices that things kind of, like, things kind of, like, you know, snowball, and then through those actions that Picard takes, he learns a lesson. In Tapestry, he learns to accept the choices of his youth and his wild side, right? And then, in all good things, he kind of through what he experiences, he also comes to a open his mind, but then b he accepts the crew as his family but the problem in here is that we took that idea and then made it a ten episode season, and then you had to add all these like little things to it and like all this like fat to it um and it just like it become it just became very confusing like you know and mm. like I think even you, right. You were like thinking that the Q stuff could not possibly get resolved this season. And it had to go into season three because it was just so all over the place. And then at the end, it was just like, it's because you're my favorite and I want you to love yourself and for you to accept love. And I'm like, Oh my God, like feelings again. It was just like, and and Q has no family, even though on Voyager. We saw that he has a wife and a son. So I'm like, okay, sure. Mm -hmm. I guess they don't exist. Um, and Q has no one and it was just like you know sometimes like it's just like oh it's just the sentiment that I don't know I'm just like is it I don't know it's just like it wasn't very convincing yeah me. I mean the acting was yeah. actually good I, I said this at the beginning I thought the scenes between Q, between Delancey and Stewart were great and you can feel that these are two veteran actors that have acted forever and they generally have feelings for each other as actors. But I'm just like, is this, are these, is this moment earned? Does it make sense? And I feel that if you think too hard about it, it doesn't make sense. Like, especially like everything the queue kind of throws into motion this, this season. It's like, did it all make sense?
0: yeah yeah um you've given me a lot to kind of chew on there but it's true yeah i so but it's the funny other i mean like this,
1: not everything he says this guy this commenter wrote but it just kind of like comes to show that it's just like very convoluted um like this whole this whole scheme that you know that a q cooks up and at the end of the day it's like all right i guess to me that's i mean i, was like, I guess um It's like, sure.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's sort of, yeah, that's sort of hard to, to accept when you put it all, all in that together. But I mean, yeah, um, I mean, Q is complicated, but yeah, I don't, I don't have a response for that. I don't know where to kind of go with that. You know, I, I do, I think I was also fueling off the fact that John Delancey hinted that he was doing season three and so you know that's the other thing i I think if you want to talk go back really quickly to just high level overviews Mm. i really wasn't expecting this to all be wrapped up uh in the finale i was expecting kind of a best of both worlds type finale Mm -hmm. and i feel like this new wormhole for lack of a better word yeah whatever you are that's gonna be
1: that has to be the season three.
0: Well, I mean, sure. but the funny thing is too. yeah, I mean, you would think so. But then, you know, Girardi saying, we'll stay here and stand guard and watch over it. And you're like, OK. And then she says she's not going to be back next season. Like, yeah. So, like, uh, you know, oh, right. yeah. uh, you know, I, I I just don't need the mind fucks right now. I need, you know, like if that was a mind fuck, I, I'm gonna be even less happy with alice and pill um because why would you need to throw that in to an interview to kind of throw people off and then you know one piss people off like me who hadn't yet seen it and wasn't you know didn't have any expectations for what girardi the board queen you know maybe 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 someone forgot that Oh, you know the board queen is actually in from episode one. We'll be back at the end of episode ten, we hope, and we'll realize that oh yes, it was Girardi, but we had a lot of guessing to do to get there um, before it became really evident that it was Girardi who boarded the Stargazer in the beginning of the season. But so she was going to be there anyway, and then to like blatantly lie and say you know I'm not in season three. Um, I'm, I'm I don't like, think okay. she would lie. I mean, I don't know. It's just you know. I mean, if 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 the Borg are there, that version of the Borg are there to watch over this new conduit thing. Um, why? I would hope it's say not she...
1: something where in
0: episode one it's like, oh, the Borg ship got destroyed.
1: You know, because I feel they could uh, like do Shit like that happens.
0: You know. Uh, now you're now you're now you're pissing me off even more.
1: But they do but stuff anyway, like that. They like I know, like, I know, I
0: know, know I know, the yeah. Just so
1: we can move on, you know. It's like, oh, threat came now and the Borg ship got destroyed. Because Target. it would have
0: been, it would have been a lot easier just to blow up the Borg ship as the energy was dissipating. Like it, like it could have, like the shield harmonics could have broken down enough that she takes on, like she she rearranges it so that the borg ship takes the blast from this galactic event that suddenly appears out of nowhere but she destroys was on the borg the, ship but she was
1: on the stargazer though
0: i understand that but you know what the but the feedback or the death of all of that somehow kills her in the stargazer oh. versus you know, like, and... this, like
1: hanging thread
0: yes like... with this hanging thread now you know like um because then it would have made more sense so like what are we looking at and and you know that would have been like okay yeah so what are we looking at and um so I think that that would but have that been has, a, it, this
1: this transporter conduit ha- it has to be if it's not I would be like what the, what was the point of that I mean but it has to
0: be the premise uh, yeah and absolutely well this, and it, so it, interesting theory galactic of. threat
1: galactic threat of crazy proportions
0: yes so my the one interesting thing that i've heard about this galactic event this new conduit or whatever okay. is that somehow it could help rewrite nemesis and data would not die which is really what? freaking fascinating um uh, why why yes yeah, i don't know I, I i'm just i i don't know all theory? the steps to get there i don't know the steps the theory steps to get there but oh, the no end more result time travel, was,
1: please no more time yeah travel. anyway i can't i can't well it's a conduit
0: forward. it's either goes somewhere or goes somewhere or goes somewhere no more time somewhere. travel. i don't want <laughs> but anyway it's a theory it's a theory no we won't know no until probably later this year um that uh we won't know till later this year what happens so assuming that uh picard season three takes over where discovery usually pops yeah in, I, I mean which i think is probably a good it's bet,
1: likely but. but so if they if they hurry it up
0: so anyway there we just rewrote the finale to better suit um our logical minds um but anyway well um, but uh, you know, one of the things that so let's see. So Re- Renee solves it. We get back to the 25th you know, uh what's his uh Q snaps his fingers, Rios decides to stay, shock. Um okay. so then it's just Rafi uh oh, Rafi Derek. and Seven have some nice moments seven. They
1: kiss. Yes,
0: they do. Yes, they do. Um that's actually my favorite. I love I, I really love them both. I, I Oh, and um, as we
1: predicted, uh Seven is a captain. <laughs> yes, a temporary captain. Yes. Even re- temporary He'll captain.
0: Commission. But that's fine with me. I thought that was great. I mean, yeah. yes. Uh I thought that the 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 dropping of that in episode nine by Rafi, seeing that come to fruition. Uh, made a lot of sense uh, so yes that was great to see her in the captain's I wish I had more to do
1: but it was fine I mean hopefully we will see more yeah like yeah,
0: Nathan's yeah. yeah um, I hope that I hope like that next season like opens minutes, but... yeah uh, I hope next season we see on the bridge yeah. and there's captain 7 or captain Hanson or whatever she wants to go by at this point um, on the bridge in a captain's uniform um, but anyway That'd be really cool, um so yeah, so, yeah, they did have some really nice moments. They are my favorite relationship of this this show, um, and it all you know all came out of uh, and obviously you
1: know, important enough where they are gonna be around for season three, you know,
0: yeah, yeah, but obviously I also think
1: also thought that they had the most to do,
0: yeah. Yeah, I think chemistry-wise, I think also example-wise, I think it's a great example of of another type of um, love that uh, they have, you know, from the LGBTQ community. Uh, so I, I'm really happy about that. I mean, I was... Oh, yeah,
1: because all the other... I'm thinking the, the entire TNG cast are just, like, straight heteronormative. Yeah, like, you know, yeah. Not, well, so I mean, need some every... Representation.
0: Aside from you know Dax uh, and that's you know gosh that would be it. Oh, right?
1: from the Rickworman area or uh, Rickworm era. Um, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Um, but yeah, I think I think having a gay couple in Discovery and having a lesbian couple with a very with very different relationships, although not fraught, not without their fraught, you know earning, earning their relationship. But I think it's a great example. And I, I was explaining on Discovering Track. I think it's a great example of two professional people and how much they love and care for each other, but both have are both career path people. And I think that that's a great example for, for anyone, you know, I think that what people let's talk about straight people for just a second. I think what straight people think about lesbians is what you see in lesbian porn, right? Or in straight porn. I I don't know. But anyway, um, so I think that that is sort of, it's great to see something that resembles, that resembles a real relationship. And it's not like what people, what all these straight white men are watching on Pornhub. So, um, so I think it's great. I think it's a great example for the younger generation to see two women love one another in this way. Uh, so I, you know, I think it's very representative, and and I I'm I'm here for it. I love Michelle Hurd. I love Jerry Ryan. Uh, I do hope that Jerry does some some uh, some conventions in the future, if we Eventually. you know, you know, um, but uh, I also sort of regret not going to see Michelle Hurd while we were at Chicago. But anyway. Um,
1: oh, yeah, she was there.
0: Yeah. So um, so anyway, uh, yeah. So I, I thought that that was, that's great. I'm glad that they're around in season three. I think that that's necessary um, for a number of reasons. One being representation. Um, but two, I think that getting rid of the entire cast from the first two seasons would be not a great move.
1: Yeah. Not you get know. rid of all of them. That'd we do
0: not, movie we movie. do not need to, we, we are not signed up for star Trek, the next generation, the next generation. Um, you know, that is not, and, and that would go totally against what P- Patrick Stewart said, why he wanted to do this series was because it was going to be different. So, um, I'm hoping that, you know, what comes forward in season three will be different. Continue to be different in a way that is, maybe a little tighter, more tightly written. Yes. Um, fewer strings.
1: Yeah, and maybe fewer surprises left until episode ten, like until the series. Yes. Time. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. That would be. Nice. Um. Yeah. I think. I think everyone. Like. I think all of us wanted to be back on the stargazer. Probably in episode eight, to be honest. Yeah, um, we
1: spent way too much time in LA. I i was not,
0: yeah, I, I did but, not want to be in um, LA in episode 10. But I also think that star, this Stargazer is going to play a part in season three. I think that makes sense. But uh, we've also heard that there's going
1: to be a lot more starships in season three. I'm like, yay.
0: Yeah. That's what that a good thing. Yeah, that's great. um So, yeah, so we're back in the 25th century. Um, I think we've covered all the major points of it. And, um,
1: well, and then Picard and Laris have their moment at the very end.
0: Yes. Uh, Yeah, the, the, which was nice. Yeah. So, oh, so we have the moment right before that, too, the 10 forward moment, which was really nice. Mm -hmm. Guinan's back you know, Elnor is back with Rafi and seven and Picard. So it's, you know, and I liked, I actually did like that. Q mentioned that there was a gift and the gift was Elnor. Um, I really, I I know you didn't care, but I did uh, both because I like Elnor and also because I thought it was great for Rafi to have that kind of closure. Sure. Um, And, and, and also for her to kind of, she, you know, she lived through his death once, she realized her mistakes and forcing him to do things and, and pushing him for her own insecurities. So I think that that's a nice kind of, after she realizes all of this, Mm -hmm. the nice gift is that she can, that he's there and she, she can kind of let go of that. And also I think that it's great because her and seven can focus on their relationship. And I, I'm hoping that they both serve in Starfleet or I, I'm hoping that we really get to see seven in Starfleet um, and that, uh oddly enough jean-luc picard has more pull than janeway did 15 years ago i don't know um so uh yeah i you know i think that that's a nice uh you know I, i'm happy with it but so th- i thought the nice scene in intent forward was nice mm-hmm. and then we get back to the chateau and you know i i was so part, remember, one of my predictions was that because Talon died, Laris would not be there because she was an ancestor of Laris, probably. Unless, yeah, we, we, it's, which fine. didn't happen, <laughs> which is no. good, which is good. But I, you know, I half expected Zabon to pop up and say, who are you looking for? You know, that sort of thing, Uh which I thought, I, would guess. Be, I
1: mean, they needed, they needed the emotional closure for that story. And then this whole season, the. The time travel stuff. There's all these issues. Like, if you again, if you think about too hard, there's like a lot of paradoxes. It's
0: like, yeah,
1: and we, you know, how we were thinking. Oh, maybe they're like they started separate timeline. But the beginning, uh, Picard was like, oh, these are the bullet holes that I saw when I was a kid. I was like, okay, so I guess it's the whole grandfather paradox where you know if you didn't come back then the bowl holes would not be there whatever it was it was just like very messy well
0: i'm hoping that the guys that they beamed into the rocks like disintegrate somehow or something happens yeah, to them being right. beamed into the rock but anyway yeah um, it's very
1: it's all very confusing and
0: yeah you shouldn't even
1: i don't even bother, want to bother talking about it because it doesn't make any sense um yeah but yes talon was not talon oh my god um, Laris,
0: is Laris. <laughs> Laris, Laris is there. there. Her bags are
1: packed. Her bags were packed, her bag though. packed, She's about to go. So same, she was about to go so same state as she was in uh, episode one. Right. Yeah. She was about yeah. to leave the Chateau. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, that was a nice and that was a nice pull out uh, from the uh, solarium right mm-hmm. out into the wider view of the veneer. Oh, inn. I thought Earth that was fish. like
1: weird because they are like so they're standing in the in the solarium or whatever but then yeah. when you do the pinout, out they're like back in the corridor do, do you remember that they're like in oh, the a little oven. bit yeah and then yeah. it was really bad cg it looks like they're like standing against the green screen i thought it was like oh, a little bit i didn't it, I, you should watch it again it, it, it was like yeah totally done actually it was yeah it was i mean big... i
0: have to i i will I'll definitely watch it at least once or twice more probably twice more I do kind of want to watch it on the big screen because what I, um, so yeah, the the benefit, well, so the detriment and the benefit. So you watch everything on the big screen. Right. I, I tend to watch almost everything on my iPad. So oh, like okay. some of those, some of those details escape me, you know, seeing some of those starships, I have to look really hard at, you know, I, I and, or once in a while I will watch an episode on the, on our big TV, but you know, so it is, it is depend, dependent on that, but I will try to watch monitor. it again.
1: Cause it was a, it pulled me out of the scene. Cause it was, okay.
0: I did I, you know, I was just like happier with the wrap up and kind of like the pullout was just from, you know, from that angle. It's just, I wasn't, I was just sort of flying on the emotional end of the season and like, didn't really like scrutinize it. Oh, um, again, I, I was I, only, watch, I've only watched it once. So it was just kind of like, um, that so um well there we yeah, are then That's, it doesn't
1: really make sense to me that orla brady is not going to be in season three i'm like the right way they it, it's like so do they break up before season
0: three yeah i mean you know what happens yeah and then uh someone joked i forget where or when uh that um it would have been interesting had he come back to the chateau and beverly was there <laughs> that would have been interesting that would have been cool uh, i would have taken yeah. it yeah I, yeah that would have been really interesting but um yeah so um there we go uh season two in the books and uh do you want to yeah.
1: give the whole season a rating or do you want to talk about the next time
0: um no we can do it now do you and i'm trying to remember i mean i enjoyed the first season a lot uh you did not <laughs> yes are um this season you're you've been highly critical. I've probably been on the more easygoing side of this season with a few exceptions. Um so I'm trying to think of what number I would give, but I imagine you're is- like gave season
1: one. Okay. So season one, I think you gave like a nine. I, I don't know. I think
0: so too, yes. Yeah, yes, I think, I, gave think it a nine. I think I gave a nine, yes. Yes. I gave it a nine. Um so it's it's interesting. So would I give that season a nine? having looked at season I am going to revise
1: my season 1 score.
0: Okay, all right. So um yeah. you know is it 8 the cop out or is 7 the cop out? I forget. Um I think seven's the cop out. Uh, you know I, I would Yeah, so in a, a complete aside for just a second, like um I was on a call once and they said, "Okay, rate this from 1 to 10, okay. but you can't choose 7."
1: Oh, really? Interesting. So you either
0: have to say eight or six, like you, okay. which are two different things, right? Um, yes. And I thought, oh, that's really good. Like seven's okay. kind of like seven's like a cop out. So seven is um, passing. I'm not... What?
1: Seven would be passing. That's like getting a seventy on a test. It's like uh, that's sort of like,
0: productive. but for me, for me, that would be like you're sitting on the fence. Like pick a side of the fence. I'm gonna say season one was an eight. I'm going to say that season two, man, I I want to say an eight point five. Yeah, I don't I don't think it's a nine. Marginally better. um, Nine's really high. Nine's like excellent. I I think I think eight point five is a fair fair number for season two. If I revise my first season to eight um now you you gave the first season if i remember correctly a four no i gave season one a seven you did i did yes oh wow all right so so all right do you think your self two years ago would would have if i'd forced you to say seven's not an answer if you would you have gone eight or six six you probably would have six you would have gone six so all right so you gave Previously on a never before released mm-hmm. podcast, which we do have recorded somewhere, um, you well, I, think, gave... I think we
1: we. No, by the time we gave the season the score, I think we were recording. I think we were. Oh, okay. We were, pop- we were. Yeah, but I, th- I don't think it
0: wasn't. I don't think we released it. Remember, we did well, ten I episodes. We did. I think we did. did. we? Yeah. Okay. It's. It, well, anyway, opinion, nobody's gonna. Nobody's. Episode. Nobody's gonna. nobody's one's gonna go no, back. No, no. no anyway. I'm just curious.
1: I'm, I'm. I'm still talking, but I'm not gonna. Gonna see what. So are, what all are right.
0: So you would revise your previous seven to a six? Are no, you going to I revise actually, that six? I would
1: actually revise my season one score to a five.
0: Okay. All right. Yeah. So all right. So you. Oh, yeah. you gave us Episode
1: it a... episode two, season one review of Picard. Oh okay. There we go. Uh, episode two of this. Uh, um. Yeah. Oh, yes. Um, season wow, one, was... I would give a five. Um, and okay. uh, you know, I'm not gonna rehash too many of my points about season one, but it was like you know, a lot of goodwill that went nowhere. That was that would okay. be my. That's a good. That's a good summary for one. you. Yeah, a lot of goodwill that went yep. nowhere. Yeah. Season two, I would give a six point five. Or if you force me to choose a whole number, I'll give it a six. Um, I think that there were fewer dangling threads. I think that the season started out really strong. We both really liked episode one and episode two. We thought yeah, that yeah, it, yeah. You know, came out of the yep. gate, really strong, strong setup, yep. re- strong reset the characters, great premise. Yep. Um, yep. And then I think it was just a lot of wasted potential. There was a lot of meandering. We had no idea what was happening with the larger plan, as I already said um there were episodes where a uh, complete waste of time the ice stuff the gala like the i mean i didn't mind the fbi a- agent wells but even that was another like you know there were a lot of like these the side quests as i call side it, quests
0: you know? yes side yep, stories
1: yep. you know yep. and they could have probably shaved like three episodes off the season like and written a much tighter season if they wanted to um it was just a lot of meandering um and uh yeah, I don't think they like wasted as much goodwill um at, on this season because at least they like you know they 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 finished what they started, you know, um. But I do think that there was uh, a little some wasted potential and too much fat that could have been trimmed.
0: I mean, I'll I mean I did an eight point five, so I'll allow you a six point five. I think that's uh I think that's fair. Uh, it's margin. It's, you know, it's an improvement on season one. So, yes, it's an you know. improvement on season one. Um, mm-hmm.
1: but is it as good as Strange New World?
0: No. Okay. Well, there you go. Uh, you know, 8.5, 6.5. That sounds about right for us. Yes. Uh, yes. that sounds, that sounds on par with, yeah, you and I as people. So, yeah. uh huh. Um, great. On par. Well, yes. uh, you In know, line. we have, what's that? That it's is in, in line, line with, with us. Yeah, we are. Yes, yes. Yeah. Absolutely. On brand. On brand. There we go. Yes, <laughs> it is on brand for Deep Space Pride right there, yes. and it's two hosts. Um, all right. Well, uh, normally this is this would be where we would say you know do a fan set thing and say goodbye for the week, but this yeah, we week we the have to talk about. we have a whole other episode which we've sort of alluded to last week on some high level things. Um, I've rewatched it earlier this week. I know you've rewatched it this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, the premiere, which at the moment you know what happened is that I wa- rewatched the premiere, and then I think the next day I watched because we have an early advanced copy of it. I finally watched 104. Oh, great! And uh that is in my mind right now, so I have to like Excellent rewind. I have to re. I have to rewind. Would you agree that that's 10- a very
1: strong episode?
0: Yes, I would. But we'll save that for when We're it comes out gonna live. We're not going to
1: spoil it, but yes. We're definitely
0: I, not. No, I loved it. Um, yeah, I thought that was a strong episode. Um, but uh, I did watch it after rewatching the premiere. So going back to the premiere of Strange New Worlds, which is called Strange New Worlds. Yes. Sparrow,
1: are you naked? No, Captain. No, Chris, he's
2: not. He was about to be. It's a special night. Sorry. Is everything all right, Captain? We're going back out. Number One's gone missing, Spock. April's sending us to find her. I will meet you on board, Captain. To will understand. Pike out. Spock out. That should have been a query. Whether or not I would understand. I am sorry. Don't make a habit of it. I won't chase you across the galaxy just to get married. There is no need to chase what we already have to bring.
0: You know, I, I still think this is one. You know, we, we thought that Lower Dax was a strong uh-huh. first season season. And uh, and a strong opening, right? For, right from the get go, we we enjoyed Strange New Worlds. We thought that Prodigy was really strong as well. Um, you know what? I'm going to give Alex Kurtzman a three for three here, and say that um, show. So let's see. Lord Dex is the third show. Prodigy is the fourth show, and now Strange New Worlds is the fifth show. So I, I would say that his last three outings as executive producer are uh, pretty sure, stellar. I'll give you that, you know, uh, you know, so uh, this is a stellar start to a new series. We meet a lot of the crew. We see a lot of cool interactions. And um, yeah, I don't really know how to go about talking about this because it's an episode. I mean, it's an episode, uh, it's an episodic show, but. um, Well, I think
1: that's the thing that's great that I also prefaced when we spoke last week is that each of these episodes also has a central character, right? Yes. Yeah. And I think that one of the ways that we can talk about this episode is, you know, it's obviously it's about Christopher Pike. Like, that. Yeah, there's right. so it obviously is, yeah. a lot about other characters as well. Like, there's a lot about Spock yeah, yeah. and, like, a
0: little Alan. about...
1: Yeah, a little about Alon, but this, Not is a lot about it. this is a Christopher Pike episode.
0: Yes, yeah. This is definitely a Christopher Pike episode, yes. Yes.
1: So... Um, yeah, I think and we, saw, we saw value it through that lens, maybe. Okay,
0: that's a great a great way to to look at it. Um I you know, I loved Pike in season two of Discovery. Yes. Uh huge fan. Love huge Anson. huge fan. Yes. Um you know, I, I love yes, I love Anson Mount, first of all. I think he's mm-hmm. awesome. Um super 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 human being. So um I think that he embodies this character and I love so the other thing so first of all I really love the fact that this comes out of the gates probably a few months after discovery the Leap. season 2 finale yeah so mm-hmm. you know if we you know there was <clears throat> there was some mission that happened not too long after oh uh, no so yeah I don't know where they're jumping around in here, because if you remember, Discovery ends and we get like a couple of minutes of the Enterprise as the kind of closure to season two of Discovery. And I think it's and been 120 think days
1: or whatever. Yeah, everything's been
0: classified, up. which happened probably immediately after it. But the Enterprise is going back out after 120 days or so. Oh Right. Right. So I You're think right. that this episode, timeline wise, actually predates that episode. And having watched one hundred and four, I sort of see why. Um, but I'm not gonna. I'm. I'll, you'll. You. We can talk about you this off screen, not on the recording, because I don't want to ruin it for anybody. Right. 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 Um. So I think that this. Yeah, I didn't even try that. to
1: reconcile. I forgot about that.
0: Because yes, they a, went it's out. It's 120 and then... days or whatever. Po- <clears throat> um, Spock is doing. Because they see um... the final red burst. Yes, 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 yes. And it's um, Spock's yeah, personal log, and okay. he states that I'm pretty sure he states it's been 120 odd days since. Oh, uh, I yeah, I didn't to try to a, reconcile. It's that. a it's a length of time. I, I I'm just doing this out loud right now as we're talking about this because I'm suddenly okay. putting this all into place. Um, because this episode really takes place not long after Discovery ends season two, um, mm-hmm. so it's it falls in between Discovery goes to the future and we just see if there's um, a star date on Spock's log. So, all right, hold on. No, don't no. pay no attention. If you if you go back and watch these. First couple of episodes, the star dates make no sense to me. They're all oh, over like the place. Seventeen fifty nine or something. <laughs> they're all no, but every episode is so far off the last one. They're all so different. Like oh, whoever's okay. writing this does not understand star dates, and we just like stop it.
1: Oh, Okay, stop I, I wasn't really paying attention. I just no. I remember like um, yeah, because they show the start date um, when we're in Montana or something. It's like seventeen fifty nine. I was like, I don't even know what that means. Yeah. Something like that,
0: pay not- no attention to the start dates. I so, yes, my, my first advice is if you're a long time Star Trek fan and you like grew up in TOS and next generation, even somewhat you know, DC TNG larger.
1: started making more, I mean, they revise the start date system in TNG it and did. it yes. started yeah, to yeah. make a little more sense because the first digit would be like or something or
0: four one zero zero five, the second was- digit would be
1: like a year, it would be like a it would be the
0: season year yeah yeah Yeah, it would be the season year yeah so these dates don't make any difference so pay no pay them no mind really it's annoying (laughs) af but pay them no mind so this this episode takes place in between the when discovery goes to the future and the uh personal log of spock okay which is which is well and now i've thought of something else so that doesn't make sense because Spock had a full beard and then he came onto the bridge without a full beard. So there's that. And do you this... think that the the um so weird the, the Riley
1: two seven nine or whatever they could have developed like a atomic, not atomic, but like a warp bomb so
0: quickly? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, they had satellites, right? They had yeah. Plasma, no, I mean they, they detected
1: had... the what was going on in you know the yeah. fight with control, but. It's like, you know, how, how quickly can you um, extrapolate all of that and then build... Yeah, uh, right. You know, would, so this is what years, I'm talking about. The
0: timeline, definitely. yeah, the timeline doesn't seem exactly... Yeah, I, don't, I wouldn't try hard,
1: too hard to reconcile it, to be honest. Yeah,
0: and and in fact, now that I think about the shaved face of Spock when he goes onto the bridge, um, it is sort of like, yeah, so it doesn't all make sense. So I don't know when this starts off because it's meant to think that this is immediately after like discovery and like the whole and they're in space dock
1: getting repaired. Yeah. The,
0: yeah. They're getting repaired. But anyway, yeah, um, think too too. All right. Not going to think too hard about this because uh, it's already hurt in my head. And um, so anyway, let's. Um, so I, I think right out of the gates, like seeing, you know, Christopher Pike being this, I was haunted to some extent, haunted, haunted, yeah, it's haunted. by his, it's haunted, haunted by his future, like which is yes. in, which is an interesting idea, right? Haunted by his future. Usually, we're haunted by our past. In this case, he's haunted by his future, and I by think by his
1: fate. Yeah,
0: by his fate, and and I think that the the moments that you know Spock catches him and says Captain, and he's like kind of frozen in the bridge mm-hmm. when they're about to leave. Um oh, yeah. you know, and then he sees it, and you know. In his quarters and a few other times um you know i re- i speaking of which i really did like the 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 talk that spock has excellent with the captain. excellent conversation yes uh, it was so good so good so good just be the captain be the captain yeah. um I, I thought that was excellent i you know i loved uh the introduction of nurse chapel and how she like just her playfulness right She's mm-hmm. so playful. Like she's kinda like Well, everyone's a little other than I think Aurora,
1: who's a little bit stiff because she's like a cadet and she's trying to like you know be proper, but I feel everyone else is very very playful, very very
0: comfortable. Very not comfortable lawn. Not lawn. Not lawn. No, but, sorry. Uh, yeah,
1: lawn is lawn
0: because she's know. the new she's the new addition to the crew right <laughs> so you know mabenga's been there before he right. introduces chapel that's all fine they had right. they have a pre-existing relationship of mm-hmm. you, knowing each other um obviously pike knows Mab- mabenga so um you know number one who else we got ortegas yes. um great we who's great in this episode either uh, as well um we don't really get Hammer until the end. Yeah, he's trampled on. It's kind of a not uh, not in. part of this episode really. And then who else are we missing? Um, um we've got uh, we've got the cutie, Chief Kyle, which okay. um you know. Yes. <laughs> he's fine. Yes. Uh he's fine. All right. Uh, <laughs> he's 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 better than fine. Um Ethan but, Peck is yes. more my type. I mean yeah. I, I can understand that. Yeah. I mean yeah. 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 I, I follow um, a number of uh gay Star Trek fans on Twitter and mm-hmm. I've seen both Chief Kyle and I've seen both Ethan Peck on Vulcan. Uh, posted in their feeds so yes um so yes take your pick there's no short yes no no shortage of good looking people on this show no yeah
1: yeah everyone's good everyone's good looking so i'm like whatever um wait how do we get on this we're just running through the we're just running yeah
0: yeah Yeah. i mean we've got ortegas um so we've got so they're going after una right um and who doesn't do downtime to, well?
1: Going back to what we we're saying about Christopher Pike and him being being haunted, and we by see the him future. In, right by the future, and we see him in Montana. Montana is gorgeous. Like I know we've seen in the trailers, but honestly, when he's like riding his horse through the snow, and you see the wind—not the windmills—the the wind turbines, <laughs> windmills. yeah, wind yes. turbines. And then the shuttle flies in. Oh my yeah. god! It was gorgeous, gorgeous scene. Yeah, it um, was so cinematic. I, it's like because you see the far shot of him on his horse, just like riding through the snow, and it's like a small yep. dot. And then the yeah. shuttle flies in. And I don't know, they just did it really well. Like you know, the the whole scene and it's the it's a great
0: opening. Uh... Um, and you
1: yeah, so good. It's just so well executed. Um, well even
0: from the beginning right so even before that scene so that's after his captain sleepover, sleepover. Um, happens uh but his nice little house on in the mountains of montana mm-hmm. uh which is also gorgeous um and and um the classic movie playing on the thing and just what it's saying what movie was that you know um yes i do know and it's it was just remade a few years ago with um with kiana reeves oh
1: the day the earth stood still is that yes
0: thank you yes the original okay the original that was the original original. yeah that's the original the day the earth stood still um so i thought that was a nice touch to that And, and the fact that captain bates is that her name i think i don't know um Captain with
1: Benefits.
0: Captain with Benefits Bates. um, You know, she mentions that he seems to really like this film. And he so he's playing it on loop or whatever every day or whatever, which is interesting. Um, So she's been around. She's been around more than once. If he if she knows that it's his favorite movie. Yes. Um, yes. Captain um,
1: with
0: Benefits. So um, um, but I thought it was nice that she said, you know what, I hope you're not here. So everyone's kind of pulling for him to get back out into space because that's where he belongs. But, uh, you know, trumping all of this is Admiral uh, Robert Bob April, the original captain of the Enterprise, Uh uh, coming to get him to go rescue Una. And then we, you know, go to Vulcan for a little mating ritual here. So we meet to Pring, which is... Really fascinating. Um, and Bogan uh, looks
1: great. Bogan in oh, yeah. the restaurant they were in was really beautiful.
0: Everything that, that this episode is just replete with so many it's great so visuals. Cinematic. Yeah. Yes. They, yeah.
1: They just threw yes. money at it. I don't
0: um This is... So my only regret that we didn't get invited to the premiere is that I didn't get to see this on the big screen, but um that sure. being said um because that would be a big screen but i think i might even watch it again on the big screen yeah you should definitely
1: week. watch it on your tv
0: next week uh next weekend when i get back um i will um so yeah so we get vulcan we get spock and interestingly to calls pike hey chris. chris
1: chris hey yeah she calls well, we him really chris like she... background i guess but it just seemed very informal for uh for, for a Vulcan for reading.
0: Vulcan yeah for a Vulcan um but she calls him Chris which I thought was really interesting um and, and she was also like he's not naked but he was about to be <laughs> yeah I thought um, it was
1: interesting like you know and I think they're trying to play into like um you know the more cage Spock but then also kind of like early like but being letting that be kind of like maybe the the standard for Vulcans where. Yes, they they're in control of their emotions, but they're not so in control of their emotions because like Tupac is obviously annoyed. Like, you know, she's like not. She's annoyed. And she's yes. and she um you know, she she's being salty. You know what I mean? Like Yeah,
0: she is being like salty. A little passive aggressive
1: yes. and salty, but then also kind of direct yep. and salty. And she's like, "Well, I'm not going to chase yeah. you around forever, you know." Um Yeah. So it was interesting. Yep. I actually think it's an interesting balance because there, because even when the, there are moments when um, between the praying and, and Spock, like some of their more intimate moments when they were smiling a little, not like a big smile, but like a small smile. Like, so it wasn't like your usual, I would say, like, um, Emotion, completely emotionalist. There is playfulness. A, there's there's, there's there a was, little bit more, you know. There's a there's little bit in there, yeah, more, yeah. Which I, yep. um I'm okay with. I'm okay
0: with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know, I think you know one of the things that I'm watching, you know, I'm watching this show and I'm like, this does not look like the enterprise that I remember. I'm okay with it. It's a modern enterprise. It's a modern show. I like it. It's beautiful. It's gorgeous. You know, there are times where I kind of like go back and forth in my head and be like, this is not the original Enterprise. Like, but so I keep on, you know, yeah. I do struggle with that a little bit because we, you know, we talked, I think last week we talked a little bit about like how big the quarters are on this oh my ship. God, so um, large, almost impractically um, large for like a military ship
1: but sure
0: yeah yeah for yeah. sure yeah uh you know that's that's uh but i you know i think also like we call it a military ship but in reality it's a ne- ship of exploration and it
1: is but you know yeah it's, it's star a little bit of both right it's also yeah like, yeah yeah it's yeah, like yeah, there were, yeah. i think they've been described as the federation ex expor- the federation's peacekeeping armada or something. Oh, to, there we go. Okay. Yeah, but it's kind of like, okay, an armada is usually not necessarily what you would associate with, you know, just non-military, but sure. they're pe- a Yeah.
0: Armada. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, but anyway, it's a, it's a beautiful ship. It's gorgeous. Everything about this is just, it screams uh, beauty and... Um, and it's,
1: it looks expensive.
0: Yes, it, it, it looks, looks expensive. It looks expensive. Yes. Uh absolutely. Uh I don't you know, yeah. It looks amazing. I yeah. honestly. Uh yeah, I, I I don't know if we've ever talked about this before. I would want to live I want to live on this enterprise. Oh this yeah. enterprise, I wouldn't mind this. I wouldn't mind this more like the enterprise the enterprise T
1: was I think we've talked about this. Well yes, yeah. you
0: yeah, we did talk about this. You would love the to live on the also kinda
1: luxurious, but when compared to this enterprise, the the quarters are nothing like this.
0: Yeah. yeah. No. This is. Um, yeah. Do they uh, have? Great.
1: Do they have an arboretum or cetacean? <laughs> ops? I don't think so.
0: Maybe not. But. Um, but anyway, so they go on this rescue mission for Una, uh, and uh, we see the USS Archer, which it's nice to see again a ship that was designed back. Oh, I don't know we, if you. Asked. We didn't
1: even talk about the teaser, which I loved. The teaser where it's you get the aliens' perspective and they wait they're like there's a UFO, remember? Do you, you know what I'm talking about? It's yeah, a very yeah, beginning uh, episode. It's it's on Riley and oh they yeah yeah, the yeah, arc, yeah. oh and yeah they
0: yeah they detect it, it has yes. all the
1: tropes of like a U.S. military like site yes yes
0: it does yep it and does yeah
1: it's like. But it's the alien's perspective, you know?
0: Yes, 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 true. You're right. I have totally forgot about the TV. Te- yeah. And you have
1: also Una's voiceover, like the one that's in the trailer. Yes. Yeah. And um, yep. I actually really like that. I thought that, yeah, from the alien's perspective, it's like, we're like the aliens. Like, you know, the Federation Yeah, absolutely. Starlight yeah. Aliens. And um, yep. I actually really like that. I I did too. I thought that was really nice. The rest of the episode really well, particularly when you get into, um, Pike's like whole
0: speech and like, blah, 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 whatever Mm. later on. But yeah, I thought that was an excellent teaser. Uh, to see that style starship, uh, is a huge throwback to, I don't know if you ever had the original, um, you know, we, we both had Scotty's guide to the enterprise, but before that was a black covered book on, the original enterprise and it showed other ship classes, including the kind of the cruiser that you're, that is the USS Archer. Oh, Um, so that one to sell one to sell and the, yeah. So it was really cool to see that. Um, Oh, okay. I don't remember that. uh, It reminded me of the Calvin from 2009 oh yeah no this is yeah yeah i can see yeah yeah that would no i this is from the um essentially the federation guide to i'll try to find the book co- title oh, but okay it's, it's, it's essentially the blueprints not the official like there is a blueprints of the enterprise yeah. this is like a blue like a book of blueprints it's got the ufp charter in it and a bunch of other oh, things okay. Okay. It's uh, it's actually kind of cool, um, but it has these other other class ships, and this is one of them. Um, or it, the design is familiar in that way, so I thought that was a really nice throwback to mm. you know the, the original Trek. Sure. Um, and Archer, of course, like a po- great course. callback. Yes, great callback. You know. So you know they get there and then they're attacked and uh, yeah. So they. I don't I I'm sure we're skipping over some pieces but it's fine like we we get there we're going to save una they I mean they are attacked
1: t- with plasma torpedoes or whatever right yeah and then they uh, realize lo- that oh wait there's like no subspace chatter they have no nothing in orbit yeah they're, ta- they're saying like there. there's no reason there's no way that this is a species that has achieved warp technology yet and then spock was the one that Who says, said oh it's, it's not actually, it looks like a warp bomb
0: yeah. Which basically, yeah, and, and yes, it's like right. And then Lon basically says, "Shields up! Like, get the shields up! Like, right. trust me, Captain! Like, so yeah. So the other piece of all of this, right, is that you get this mysterious new character who's the temp, the the head of security who's suddenly promoted to number one. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's this whole piece which I don't know by the end of the episode, I completely understand. Um, yeah, because she
1: was. She, she does. Una comes back, and then. Pike offers have a chat a commission. yeah
0: yeah but then I was like, Wait, so was she
1: not already an officer that was a little a little confusing I wasn't quite sure about
0: yeah that. because she was head of security and then she was you know yeah I, it's yeah it is kind of weird I guess I guess if for for Pike's kind of perspective like he never really off somehow she got on the ship and he didn't really choose know. her maybe and he wanted know. the option to choose her um, but
1: yeah I was I would think that she's already commissioned on the Enterprise and then she just got like a bomb yeah. to first officer because Spock maybe wanted to stay outside. Uh yeah. I so, don't
0: know. But not, it, that was a little that part,
1: it didn't really bother me. I was like, okay, sure.
0: No, no, no. But uh she does he does make her explain it after the fact. But we see our first away mission, which is you know, set up to go back. You know, you need to do some facial changes and in, in this but what way happened,
1: remember the TNG era though, like it was just a little or it was just a little plastic surgery. It was like it wasn't like yeah, just eat yeah. your genome. Like because I was like, it would have been easier if they actually just did you know, Bashir, you know, Beverly and Bashir, they would do plastic surgery. Yeah, and then maybe yeah. give them some contact or something versus yeah. like less Change her genome for a minute, which I thought was interesting.
0: Yeah, yeah. I You know, I thought maybe decide was to inter-
1: abandon that because it's too unstable. Maybe I don't know.
0: Yeah, I mean that's possible because she uh, Nurse Chapel brings that on board. That's something that she brings right. to the table. Yeah, maybe it's not something that more experimental. Not something that Mabenga has in his his repertoire, but this is something that she brings to the table. So. Um, I thought that was kind of interesting, and then Lon refuses the sedative, which I again I'm still not clear on by the end of the episode either. Um, but anyway, um, I I love. What do you mean? She just
1: wants to be. I think she just wants to be like fully aware. She doesn't like the idea of having her senses dulled. Maybe.
0: Yeah, uh, but it just feels mysterious and weird. It doesn't feel like. Oh really? I just think yeah. I just, I like, mean, she's just no, like very, I, I, she's
1: very intense, and she's she just very like, intense, very and intense. And she's like, no, I need to be in my a game. Don't give me a sedative because she doesn't want. Yeah, to use yeah.
0: Me, you know. Yeah, yeah. She's a little too intense, and I, she's I very and intense. Do, she's very, very, very intense, as you'll as we see later on, in, uh further down the line. Absolutely. Um, so. They beam down, which I think is really great The you know, you see the them come into the... So, what I love is that they program their clothing into the transporter. Yeah, that's
1: so advanced. I, was
0: like, I thought that was really cool. I, I thought that was really cool, actually. And, yeah, um, no, it was
1: cool. And then Spock didn't have pants or something.
0: Yeah, it didn't have pants, but... It, uh, but yeah, I don't. They didn't really solve that, did they? They left them without pants. As they left them as without I, pants, but
1: then they got the uniforms from the scientists. From the, the,
0: the scientists, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, you know, I thought that that you know, I, I, it was just an enjoyable like first contact covert mission rescue mission find out what the heck's going on here. Yeah. Um. You know, I thought a lot of cloak and dagger. I love the so I love the you know, pushing Kyle to figure out a way to get this medicine into him. His eye. (laughs) Yeah. Into his eye. Like now. And I, you know, I think, yeah, give the brilliant Asian guy, cute Asian guy, a, Uh. uh, a, (laughs) you know, a challenge here. And and Ortegas is like, why does this always happen on, on, while I'm on the bridge? You know, like I thought that, again, we're seeing her like sarcasm, her, like her spunkiness, which we really enjoy. Um and she's like figure out a way. And he does. Um, so all this to say you find Una in the basement and then you give it up. You like beam them up, and like we're responsible for this.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, then they then that's the whole reveal that they have this technology because they are very close. They were very close to the the battle of control or whatever you call it. Yeah. And yeah. um they were from that able to um extrapolate the the technology for I guess matter antimatter like whatever. Yeah,
0: or some, yeah, something. So Pike feeling responsible goes and talks to the president but she doesn't really listen. She's like right now I have the bigger stick. Mm -hmm. And I love this. He's like, you know, I love I love that argument. And I and I love that he just calls out to the communicator and then tells the Enterprise to come into into the the sky. I I thought that was so cool. He's like, now who has the bigger stick? Yeah, I think, you know, um,
1: know, the, the, the thing I like about this episode is that it again, this is where and I know I've talked about this, but I think this is where changing worlds is paying off is these, you know, these aliens are essentially a metaphor for, for us, right?
0: For us right now. For us right now. For us right now. Literally
1: like right now. Right. And it's all about like, yeah, who has the power? Who has the bigger stick is the one that wins. And that segues really well into Pike's whole argument, Right about you can, you can go and destroy yourselves because that's what happened to us or yeah. you can choose a different path. Yeah. Um, And yeah, I, I you know, I, I really like that. And it was like, it was like, yes, it was making the point with that, like being overly preachy and it's like, we yeah. get it. And I think, you know, that makes it sometimes a thing about this, like, you know, like we're just so as a people, like humans, um, we're just so divided that I feel we need something like that existential. Like
0: to wake us like, up. Yeah. The aliens from another
1: planet. Like it would take something like, like that crazy sometimes, I feel, to wit to make us figure out or make us realize that our squabbles mean nothing. You know? Mm-hmm. And yeah. um, I think this is a excellent example of how that that would work. You know, like I, I don't think that's gonna happen. I think we're gonna have to figure things out. Um, but it was. I mean, I would say right
0: now that we're right on target for our Star Trek future. Uh, oh, and one thing we didn't talk
1: about, by the way, for Picard, and this is also aligning with Change Your Worlds, is that apparently the eugenic wars are happening next. Now it's not the 90s anymore.
0: Oh, yeah. It,
1: it's going to happen. Like yes, next,
0: we didn't that, even talk about Project Con. Project Con. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yep. And now they do a little bit. So it's not the 90s. It's maybe yeah. the 2020s, 2030s, and then yep. wait, Civil War, eugenics wars, and then we're gonna have the
0: sec, Civil war, No, so the second Civil second War, Civil the war, eugenics, eugenics war, and then, and then World War Three. Yeah. So we have that to look. Cool yeah. Apparently now. Great. That's awesome. Yes. Thank you yeah. for giving me hope. <laughs> um but apparently yeah. we need to go through all that before, you know, 20, before 20, we, 2063 first contact. Before we um, yeah get visited by aliens. Um, um
1: but no I love the scene uh and also it was in the trailers but where yes the enterprise goes into low orbit, low orbit yeah. and it's just there.
0: Yeah. And that, and then he go then he later on beams right into the middle of their arguments and and does this presentation of Earth's history and but before know, that
1: Remember, he, he, so this is after Spock and his discussion with the president. They're back on the Enterprise somehow. We're just kind of get back to, you know, back on the Enterprise. And then yeah. Tim, La'an, and Spock. So yes, before we get to the scene where Pike goes down and interrupts them, we're back on the Enterprise. And there's a conversation between Pike, Spock, and La'an. And they're kind of just debating a little bit. And okay, I do vaguely remember. And then Laon is like, Lan just is kind of just upset, and she's like, not believing you're gonna die is what gets you killed. That's what that's what she says. Not believing Mm -hmm. you're gonna die is get what you gets is what gets you killed. And she says this um, because she's sort of reflecting. she also talks a little bit about her background and her this is a quote that her father. Um said to her, and she also explains that she was the lone survivor from the Gorn attack. but this makes pike a it makes him realize his own situation where he 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 knows it's going to die. so he can use that as he can he can use that to as like a a learning experience versus kind of like not knowing that's coming and then it also helps him to realize that he needs to show these people that they're that if they're if they continue on this path they're gonna all they're all gonna die so yes yeah but this is actually i, I kind of butchered it but it was it was actually a very well articulated scene um mm-hmm. between the three of them and it, it also it's also what spurs pike to kind of be like Pull of the archives i'd show them like what our history was like
0: yeah like break into their communication so you can share this is uh what i think he directs cadet Ahura to do correct um in this episode um so yeah so then so they leave that there this planet's going to become part of the federation now and uh they go back and
1: oh but then then we go down and he shows like World War Three happening on Earth, by the
0: way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's... Yeah, yeah we... You know, he beams down and... Yes, and, and we see, like, and, New
1: York in, fl- in the flames. Like...
0: Yes, he, yes. He, New like, York and Paris blown off the face of the Earth. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that was fun uh to see. Um And then, yes, he offers to, jo- to let them
1: join the Federation, which is definitely not... Usual, because usually they wait until it's not only like right, right. but also
0: they wait until
1: like one government. But
0: but also this is pre prime directive, so the prime directive actually like
1: apparently gets
0: gets more solidified after this incident. Um, And Robert April
1: said there was a loophole because of the whole,
0: you know, and he got sworn into what happened to Discovery, so he. He knows all of that now, which is interesting. And um, apparently Lon does too, knows some of those details because he knows like, you know, you can't share that, but he's like, I don't care, which I kind of like that. You know, I kind of like that he's, he's, and I said this last week, he's the perfect balance between Picard and Kirk, right? He's like, got that. I don't care. Like that cowboy mentality, which makes sense with the horse and the mountains and Montana and all that, but he's also got this, he's also really super diplomatic as we saw in discovery season two. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, he's a calm, cool. He doesn't overreact. He's, he's very thoughtful, Mm -hmm. um, in his approach to things. So I think that, you know, it's, it's a great, great highlight for him. Uh, to, to do all this and, and then to have April kind of cover, you know, get them out of the trouble that they're in he uses his last vestiges of like political capital or whatever you want to call it and, and gets them out of it. And, um, and then they, you know, then they're, they're off to basically start a new five-year mission essentially is what I'm sort of gathering is that uh, they're, you know they're going to. This is the start of their new five-year mission. Go out and explore. I guess. You know.
1: Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, because you know, he yeah.
0: he comes back onto the bridge and says, "You know what's?" and Ortega asks him what the mission is, and he says, "You know, to seek out life and new sure. civilizations." And and Uhura says, cool. "You know, it's cool," which is you know, like really like I, I like her. I like her. I like her tilliness, I, which you know I, I I think she's a a great another going to be another great addition to this crew Mm -hmm. um having a a cadet who's kind of you know wide-eyed and bushy-tailed and ready for this sort of work yeah um so yeah so i think really strong out of the gates uh had all the hallmarks of continuity of adventure of peril of you know
1: and um, I like that at the end of the day, it's like, you know, a lot of it revolves around the development of a character. Right. Yeah.
0: It's, yeah.
1: It's it's about like the the whole thing really re- revolves around Pike and yeah. his him getting over the the vision that he got on Boris and kind of embracing his fate. Right. And being able to mm. see it as something that he can use versus something that's debilitating right yeah yeah i you know i even everything with the mission and everything that happened it kind of all revol- revolves around that realization so that's yeah. you know at the end of the day, it's about the characters it's about the characters and not just you know what's happening
0: right yes yeah it is about the characters and 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 also throughout all of this while we're getting this deep dive into pike we're meeting a lot of the new crew mm and getting to know them and their dynamic um you know i think we do you know we get to see a little bit of each one i think we definitely get to see a a little bit more of mabenga and chapel in this one um with some you know with little bits of uhura and ortegas yeah um, everyone
1: gets a chance to shine at some point
0: yeah and i'm looking forward to seeing how they highlight each character um going forward you know so i'm really really excited for it and i I think this is going to be a great new show and i'm excited to talk more about it so bring it on and and we're back to just having one episode a week for another nine weeks um which takes us up to when i pretty much go away for vacation so oh my god yeah i think Crazy. so um a lot of fun uh, i i enjoy this this is a this is also a show where i feel like i can watch it again and again and just enjoy it yeah i, like don't, it's, really you know, have, I don't really have
1: any complaints <laughs> no yeah i, I really wow, did, you I know i really did think that was a this is an excellent pilot
0: let's just make a quick note of the time eleven nineteen <laughs> on sunday may All 8th right. Right. Uh, Johnson is uh, overly positive about Star Trek. Yeah, I, I didn't, I
1: didn't think of anything I didn't like. Um, yeah, really, yeah, I can't even think of anything, yeah. to be honest.
0: Yeah. And, you know, the one character that I do really like that they're highlighting in this show is the Enterprise. The Enterprise is its own character. And um, it's beautiful. Um Luxurious. So not- still not Very so my only my only struggle is with engineering that's the only struggle i have with this ship i'm fine with everything else i'm struggling with engineering but I'll, you know I'll, it'll be fine it'll be fine um, well, just, thing like is, everything a- just like the start just like the start dates it'll be fine
1: everything on this ship is really big like that's the thing yes. it doesn't really the thing is the crew quarters it literally if everyone got a quarter like not everyone does, but even if there were like a number of those quarters that were that large, it's like there's like no space for anything else. The engine is massive. Sick bay we see in a later episode they they, they blow it up. Like, it's
0: huge. Yeah, it's huge. massive.
1: It's like yeah. huge. It's like yeah. I think it's two yeah. floors too. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's ridiculous. They like they were like oh they, we expanded it because there was you no know, they that was the situation, but it was insane how how big everything's big that's this is the thing I don't think we' will we'll be able to reconcile the amount of space that's inside the enterprise with how large everything is, including the crew quarters to be honest
0: right right yeah I definitely uh agree with that um... like if we
1: wanted something more realistic, you would think like enter like enterprise like the two thousand enterprise where every literally it's a submarine you know like every yeah, oh, the are small. That's actually more realistic than this.
0: Yeah. Um but so. it's fine. And you but know it's what? I'm, I'm uh, okay I I will...
1: hope it <laughs> cuz I kind of uh, like Candy. I'm actually fine with it.
0: Yeah, and... it's a beautiful set. I, this set is just just amazing. So, kudos to them. Well, it's getting late and I think we should wrap this up. Um, uh, I
1: think it's been 2 hours.
0: yeah this is a yeah another well we had to talk about whirlwind uh deep space pride going on here and i'm going to jump in and talk about fansets yes please do so fansets is the exclusive sponsor of deep space pride and the truck geeks podcast network and uh the delta's done right collection is taking off and it's 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 hot i mean we so we've seen the admir the delta from star trek 2 we now have a delta from the motion picture which i got which is really nice uh it's magnetic but they have even more coming and uh and the the motion picture delta is from may 1st but on may 15th they're going to release the uh the delta from future imperfect the the t n g delta from future imperfect which is really cool uh they just released that uh promo for that this weekend so head on over to fan sets you're gonna put a bunch of pins if if i mean if you love deltas you're gonna and and they even previewed some future deltas and drawings so this is this is a this is a set that's really taking off. On top of the Masterships collection, which I still am staring at my Enterprise A right there uh, on the shelf, um, both magnetic and it's in its stand form right now. But check it out. I mean, there's so many great pins over there. And if you're, you know, if you like other fandoms, they have Harry Potter, Rick and Morty, Scooby-Doo, Big Bang Theory, DC Comics, Batman 66. Head on over to fansets.com. Put a bunch of pins in your cart. And as a listener to Deep Space Pride, you can save 10% by using the code word trekgeeks at checkout. And uh, also remember, you're going to get free shipping uh, in the US on orders of $30 or more. So head on over to Fansets. We love the team at Fansets. They're amazing. And we want to thank them for sponsoring Deep Space Pride and the Trek Geeks podcast network. Thanks, Fansets. All right. Johnson, how can our lovely listeners tell us how they feel about Strange New Worlds, the Picard finale, or anything else Star Trek related? Yes. You beat me to the punch. I was just about to segue into that. So
1: we will. I know you are. You're rolling
0: your eyes at me. I understand.
1: Um, So, yeah, we would love to hear from everyone. You can email us at dspacepride at gmail.com or you can reach us on Twitter and Instagram at. Deep space prime and yeah again we would love to hear from you
0: and we're we'll, we're gonna try to get back into posting on Instagram hint hint social media manager <laughs> um I I am I am more active on Twitter so I will take care of the Twitter end of things but okay uh, I do need I do need our social media manager um, who does not yet have an intern I need an intern so.
1: Um, <laughs> if anyone if wants to be an intern you can email us at gspacepride <laughs> or
0: or at g- at g- we'll try to be more we'll, I'm going to press Johnson to be more active with the Instagram post and uh, we'll mm. uh, hopefully attract more <clears throat> yes. listeners to our podcast through some social media engagement but um, yes, that's sure. it that was a super long episode I don't know how long this was we're uh i mean it was uh, uh, 90 minutes at least if not longer
1: yeah well it it was an hour and 50
0: or oh nice excellent a world record for deep space pride who is going to listen to us for an hour and 50 minutes i, I hope don't know it's you, listener. <laughs> a long episode. but yeah. anyway but anyway we have fun doing this we hope you enjoy our banter and um, I promise that somehow we will find that disagreeable Johnson once again. He will find something not to like about something Star Trek. Possibly.
1: Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Maybe we'll, we'll get like uh, another threshold like episode and you'll love it and I'll hate it.
0: Maybe. Um, or you'll start to pay attention to Star Dates and you'll realize how inane they are. Star Dates never have bothered. They don't make <laughs> any sense like it doesn't make any sense so it doesn't really it's all over the place anyway Uh, clearly it's bothering me because i brought it up once again but anyway i understand let's uh put a wrap on this episode thanks everyone for listening and we will see you here next week bye everyone